Hello and welcome to LSH Talks, a podcast hosting important conversations within the commercial property sector. Within this season of the podcast, I will be speaking to women working within our network, shining the light on these talented individuals. In this episode, I'll be speaking with Katie Brindley, a director at LSH, working within property and asset management. I'm Katie Brindley and I'm a Chartered Surveyor and Director of Property Management at Lambert Smith Hampton. I'm currently responsible for managing the Yorkshire Property Management team. I started at Lambert Smith Hampton in 2004, so just coming up to 19 years. How did you get into your particular field? Was it something that you studied or wanted to study at university or was it something you were interested in at school? Okay, I'd love to say that I'd always wanted to be a Chartered Surveyor, but it didn't really happen that way. At school, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. I had some interest in property and just decided to look practically at what I might want to do with my career. I thought people are always going to need property. So decided to pick up a prospectus for university and look at all the different property courses. I was attracted to the business property management degree. So went to Sheffield Hallam University to do that. My placement year was at a local firm in Sheffield. I think that's what cemented it for me that this was the career I wanted. We did all sorts of different disciplines and service lines there. There was valuation, lease advisory, agency. So it was interesting that my route into property management at LSH, I was actually offered a job in property management and it was the only service line I'd not actually worked in before. Decided to take that, probably a bit of a risk being the only thing I've not actually done before, but ended up loving it and stayed with property management ever since. So what was the biggest challenge that you faced in your career so far? So I wouldn't say there's one particular challenge that rises above any others. I think I'd probably split this into a few sections. So probably the most difficult time in my career was the COVID pandemic, which I think millions of people around the world will agree with, but suddenly being thrown into a situation where we had to be extremely reactive and managing a large team from home was quite difficult. We had a lot of support from the company, obviously, in terms of how we were going to deal with things on managed properties, etc. But being responsible for quite a large team and checking in with them every day and managing that at a time when you're probably not feeling, you know, fantastic yourself was was really quite challenging. Um, just trying to make sure everybody else was okay and, and how we were going to deal with that really. The other part to it was in terms of challenges throughout my career, a bit more personal to me in that I do like things a certain way. I suppose I'm a bit of a perfectionist and I think in property management, sometimes the nature of what we do can be quite reactive. So you don't always have the ability to make everything exactly how you want it. And over time, that's something I've had to learn to deal with and just let go a little bit really. Have you taken any particular risks in your time so far? And if you have, were they worth it? Say probably what I've already touched on, taking a role in a service line that I'd got no experience of and had never worked in before. So I'd got all this experience of of doing other service lines and other roles. So taking on something that was completely unknown as my graduate position that I was going to do my training in and hope to achieve my APC in seemed like quite a big risk at the time. Have you got any advice to any other women who are looking to potentially get into property or they're at the very beginning of their journey, they're maybe still at school and they're like you, they kind of were like looking through prospectuses and they're not sure what to do? I think I'd say reach out to people. Um, I mean, interestingly, I did a careers fair recently and there was quite a lot of younger students 
students coming up sort of saying, what is a surveyor? What do you do? I think, you know, at any age, reach out and yeah, just find out more about it. And I don't think there's anybody in the industry that ever turn you away for asking questions, you know, come and ask. I think also as you do move through, if it's being a surveyor, you definitely want to do, then go and get experience as many different fields and different service lines as you can and decide what it is you actually want to do because different personality traits sometimes go hand in hand with different service lines, different skills you need. There's no personality that won't fit or add to a team. So I think, yeah, just speak to people and keep finding out more. And at the end of the day, just be yourself and have confidence to move forward and and ask those questions. Was there any particular advice that you were given when you were first starting out potentially at university that has really helped you now? You always think of when potentially you're in something hard or it's like a particularly hard day at the office. Is there any advice that you remember? I wouldn't say advice as such that was given to me, but things I've taken away. So I've been really, really lucky to have some excellent line managers and role models and I think mentors as well. And what I try to do is just all the best things of those that I see. So the way they've dealt with something, whether even if it's a client or whoever, when I see someone deal with something and I think they've dealt with it in an amazing way, I try to take that on. So I'm trying to take the best of all the people that I've worked with to try and make myself better, if that makes sense. That's a great thing to do. I think that's such a great way to like grow as a person is if you can like think of all the things that have really helped you and try and be more like them. Right? That just helps you grow into a better person anyway. Yeah, it's just taking all the positives from the people around you, isn't it? And and trying to embed them in the way you work and the way you want to manage your team, really. Do you think that the challenges and opportunities for women have changed whilst you've been working in the industry? Have you noticed a shift over the time that you've been working? I've always had opportunities, especially at LSH. You know, there's been situations where my line managers have left. At that point, somebody could have been brought in above. That's not happened. I've been given the opportunities and each time I've obviously proven that I can move forward and take on that role. I think there's always been openings for women in the industry. I think it's more the amount of women wanting to come through. So, you know, I'll still sit in a meeting. I might be the only woman in that meeting, but that's not because women aren't being encouraged. I think it's because women aren't necessarily applying and we're not getting those applications through as much. Definitely it's changed in the time I've since I've been there and there are a lot more women, but there's still a bit of a way to go, I think. So is there anything you do particularly hope that will change in the future for women in the industry? If that's maybe just like we get more applications or there's more people working, that kind of thing, or like anything that maybe we can do to to help that happen? Yeah, so I think it's that visibility of seeing more women in the industry. Like I say, I've had a lot of female role models and line managers in the past. I think it's that visibility of seeing more people in these roles to give more confidence to people to move forward and do that. You know, we do have quite a lot of women in senior roles at LSH, but just wider in the industry. I think the more people see of it, the more confidence it builds. Is there any way that you think linking back to that, the companies, LSH or competitors can help to encourage that? Is it by like actively talking in schools to improve the visibility or being more active on LinkedIn or like trying to get in with a younger generation to help that visibility? Is there like any active things that we can be doing to help that? Yeah, I think we we already do quite a lot at universities and I think all of the industry do quite a lot through universities. I think it's really engaging maybe at an earlier age. So like the careers fair I did the other day was more secondary school. I think, yeah, probably engaging at an, an even 
earlier age really following covid the more flexible working arrangements are helping a lot of people definitely you know people i speak to about not having to be in the office all day every day and things that that does make a difference and i think that only helps the situation as well that there's a bit more flexibility now. Did you ever have a plan B job? So was there anything that ever interested you at school that if it wasn't property, a job like a firefighter or like something that you always thought you could do? Was there anything else at school that you thought, oh, I could maybe do that? Bearing in mind, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. There probably wasn't a strict plan B. However, given my, I'm quite analytical and, and all of that, I just, sounds really exciting now, but maybe some sort of forensic scientist or I don't know, something the police or something like that but yeah there wasn't really a plan b to be honest i don't think there was a plan a do you have any particular tips for success if you're giving advice to someone younger perhaps that they should always keep in mind i think it's really what i've already touched on just get as much experience as you can in as many different fields um, be yourself, try and find that confidence and just ask lots of questions to work out what it is you really want to do i think you're making a decision at quite a young age that can impact on I'm not saying you can't change your career, but it, it's, you know, something that's going to be with you for a long time if that's what you choose to do. So just make sure you're in the right areas doing what you want to do. And yeah, the other thing, what I said earlier about just looking at the best in other people and trying to take that away, really. Yeah, I think it's that's definitely important. You're having to make these decisions so young that, yeah, just try and put your best foot forward, I guess. The other question is, what does success look like to you? I think some people have quite like a firm stance on what they think success is, but is there anything that stands out for you? I think it's really being happy in your work life and your home life. So ultimately, if you're happy then I think you've found success really. Um, I like the fact that I'm trusted by not only colleagues but clients to be that trusted advisor and having the opportunity to for my opinions to be heard and for me to help shape what we're doing as a service line. That's quite important to me that you know your thoughts are are heard and I think all that together really you can't ask for for more so so I guess the final question then is what does International Women's Day mean to you although I think we've come a long way in the industry I'm still often the only woman at a meeting or especially on site visits can be sat in a room that's I am the only woman so for me it's still about you know continuing to raise some awareness and celebrate some successes just so that we can all try to move forward in a positive way and continue to encourage really Thank you for listening and to find out more, please visit lsh.co.uk.